0: Money is just, it's great, but money is just it's just part and parcel of, of like when you're doing well, it's going to come by itself. So we don't have to chase for money. The more you chase it, the more it doesn't come.
1: But that's sort of been my plan. How has your last three years been, Steve?
0: Mm, pretty good. Um, like focusing more, I think uh, in the past one year or so, I've been focusing more on crypto. Um, like, kind of like been been focusing more on investments, stocks, crypto, like you know, getting into a lot of early stage uh, crypto companies, you know, doing OTC deals and whatnot. So NFTs as well, in particular, has been like a pretty active in the NFT space. But I mean, now currently the market is kind of bearish, so like I think it's one of the perfect times to start building. And yeah, we're definitely like uh, excited about what's going to be, you know, the next bull run that's coming. So we're also looking into like developing some of our crypto projects, you know, NFT projects, uh, you know, in a couple of next few years time. But now it's just like, you know, consolidating, just spending more time, understanding the market, uh, doing more research and also building Capital Club for sure.
1: Tell me about um the Capital Club. Is that... Is it going to be a NFT sort of project where like maybe there's a certain amount of passes or, or tell me about that.
0: Yeah, so Capital Club is more like, you know, I'm sure you know, we have built Ecom Elite's mastermind in the past, right? So I kind of enjoyed the whole process of building a new community. But this time around, I don't really want the the community to be just only focused on e-commerce. Because there are so many different ways for people to make money and e-commerce is just one of the ways, right? And we're looking at how to integrate more different, like a lot more different niches into it. For example, like stocks, NFTs, investments, crypto. Now, of course, we're adding like different skill sets, like, you know, equipping people with different skill sets, such as you know how to be a salesperson, right? You know, there's a lot of, There's a lot of demand for people that needs like high ticket closers, email marketers. So we have all these different topics inside Capital Club and we want to build a community whereby we help people learn essential skill sets, right? You know, different skill sets. Not everyone's going to be interested in e-com, right? But of all the skill sets out there, we want to be one of the most complete community and of course the courses and all the education there is just part and parcel of being in the community right the community we want to be able to provide a lot of value right i think giving offering a lot of value is one thing that we always want to achieve in across all our business and of course that goes without saying for capital club as well we want to be able to empower us like more and more people to become entrepreneurs right you know they start off with like learning how to create wealth, right? Creating wealth can be ha- can be through a lot of different mediums. For example, Amazon, right? It doesn't have to be drop shipping, right? Drop shipping is just one of the channels to making money through online, right? So, but there's so many different ways of making money online, like affiliate marketing, you know, sales, you know, and a lot of more things. So that's something that we wanna like, you know, leverage, you know, my resources, my network, my friends, you know, people to all come together. And so we're bringing on board like so many like people, you know, people from my mind, people from my uh, network to come in and add value to the community, right? So the last thing, because I, I remember when I started out, like it's so hard to, it's so hard to, you know, launch a business yourself, right? You're, you're There's a thousand questions, you know, you don't have the right community. You don't have the right people to talk to. People were in facebook groups facebook group was great initially right it was great because you know like you get the right amount of exposure from facebook right if you have like fifty thousand members people see your posts when you posted something but now it, it's kind of like you know it's it's restricted you know you don't get your full impressions from facebook right now so we we decided to create a new community that's outside of facebook so we're not you know we're not at the mercy of Facebook, not giving us like uh, the expected, you know, impressions. So yeah, I mean, like with all these things that I've thought of, like, you know, like it's just relating back to how I got started, how people, what are the challenges most new entrepreneurs, we are starting in the space, where do they seek information, where do they ask information? So we're going to be like, Kind of like a tight needed community, like a private community. It's, a, it's going to be a paid community whereby people could come in, learn various skill sets, different courses. You have live, live trainings, AMAs by all different like experts, not just us. Right. In the past, it's just all about like our content. Right. So in the, in the future, it will be like, we'll, we'll be on the constant lookout for like people who can really come in. And they're really not after money, you know, we're, we're bringing on people who are successful, who have like a legitimate business, you know, they don't really care about making more money through education. They care about more about, you know, adding value to the community and they want to be a part of like, you know, contributing to like the next generation of like entrepreneurs in the space. So, yeah, uh, I've been focusing a lot of my time on Capital Club. So I think it'll, it's going to be my, one of my core focus for the next few years.
1: That's pretty cool. What was the main catalyst or, or what made you want to build the sort of capital club and, and go down this route of building a community and, and get into the education space?
0: I think um, I've always kind of it's, it's I think the catalyst is more about like, you know, there's always people asking me if I have private groups like, you know, do I have like telegram channels that I give trade calls? So I made, made, like, my followers a lot of money through crypto, through my calls and everything. And, like, there's so much demand for people asking to be part of a community, right? And I don't want, I don't really want to create a community just Mm -hmm. giving trade calls because that really defeats the purpose of a community, right? It's not just, I want people to be in there to be able to contribute, collaborate and we want to be like a community whereby people could find resources, connect with people, find business partners, and all that. And I think the catalyst is more like you know I really saw like the effect of having a great community, right? And Ecom Elites Mastermind was one of the foundations that I've set across the years. And education, I've 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 launched an education company in Singapore called Live Vista. We did over eight figures in the first year alone. And I think it's more like just combining all the experience, you know, all the things that I've done into something bigger. And I thought, you know, like one of my business partners, you know, really thought that if we could offer so much value, like being in such a small community, I think it's going to like help out so much people like, um, you know, there's there's. There's groups like, you know, Entrepreneurs' Organization, EO. I think it's a global kind of global group of entrepreneurs. You have to have like a minimum of like a million dollars revenue in order to join them. But like, I feel it's really expensive. It's like 15K or 20K per year. And majority of the people can afford it, right? So if you ask me, like if someone who's starting out, would he have 10,000 to invest? I would say no, right? Pretty much no. And that really made me think like, you know, all the courses out there is like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. You know, I really wanted to create something whereby people could just pay like really cheap. And it's more like just being part of like the community, because if they make money, they'll be here, loyal, they'll be contributing, they'll be giving back to more people, just like how we did it in uh, e-commerce elites mastermind. There's a lot of moderators always constantly trying to give back because they have made money through the group. So that's something that we really want to achieve through Capital Club, being able to inspire kind of like, you know, more people to, you know, become entrepreneurs and of course equip them with the right education, the right resources, the right partners, the right tools. And they don't have to go like ask, like they don't really have to like, oh, who's the best copywriter? Like, you know, there's like, all right, we, that here's 10, you know, validated, good people, like good quality, they don't have to be worried. They don't have to go on Upwork. They don't have to wor- be worried about being scammed. You know, this this, this are all small things that we want to kind of like see how we can develop the whole ecosystem and see how we could really contribute and, you know, being able to, I think, make an impact in like all these people's lives. I think it's something that we have been like trying hard to see what really fulfills us. Like, I mean, I think at, at this point of time, I think money is just it's great but money is just like you know, it's it's just part and parcel of of like when you're doing well, it's going to come by itself. So we don't have to chase for money. The more you chase about, the more you chase it, the more it doesn't come, mm-hmm. right? So we're thinking on how we want to see to have greater impact, and yeah, giving back to like whatever, um, you know, next generation or or people that's starting out, people that's aspiring to be entrepreneurs. Uh, we just want to be there. For all these people,
1: that's super cool. Have you seen Andrew Tate's um, Hustlers University and like the eighteen wealth creation? Have you seen his sort of business model? Oh yeah, yeah. I
0: we 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 have seen his like program as well. I think he's doing a great job too. Like uh, I think a little bit more controversy side, but I think um, you know we have we we have seen his courses and yeah, I, I do believe that he has provided value to a lot of like young young people like probably 14 15 16 years old our niche is a little bit more different probably like you know older people like 17 18 and above you know people who are just like starting out people who really wants to have really good education so i've seen some of his courses it's kind of like really really basic it's (laughs) like it's some of them Don't even have courses it's like just like you know click this score one two three four five that's it that's your that's your training i was like okay (laughs) um it's it's okay but i don't think really it's gonna have like a lot of impact because you can't honestly learn drop shipping in five different videos i'm sure you know this right i mean there's so much that goes in between learning and execution right so I think it will be a little bit hard for people to see success given how basic the trainings are. Obviously there are people who like took the program, they became athletes of the program. They start getting sales, which is great. You know, I I think at the end of the day, what's most important is people making money, right? People, new generation, people who are excited to start making money online. Right. Because that's the first thing that they feel. Oh, wow. I actually could really make money online, right? That's the first, first feeling that validates them, like, oh, this shit is real. Because like when I just got started, I was like, oh shit, is this thing even real? Like, could you sell physical products online? So yeah, I was like, I definitely want to go the more premium route, like higher quality, really legit like trainers who dare to show their face, their credentials. So one of our Amazon trainers that we're gonna bring on board, he has, he has sold his like Amazon business multiple times, multiple times, seven figures, eight figures. So when I when I talked to him, he was like, he's one of my mastermind students. He had a breakthrough after coming to our mastermind as well, and and I told he he messaged us like a couple of years ago telling me how grateful he was, like, you know, like, you know, coming to the mastermind and he really wants to give back. So I cashed in on my favor, like a few years later, I was like, Hey man, <laughs> do you want to, can I take you on, on the offer? So he's coming on to teach Amazon, like help teach people how to build a brand on Amazon, teach people how to position their brand for sale. And yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely more confident having this kind of people who's ready to stand behind their their brand they have they stand behind their face like you know to teach the courses and and not just like people just i'm not i'm not sure you have have you seen like some of the videos on the quality of those i was like i'm I'm definitely not impressed
1: yeah they're like powerpoint slides and there's no face
0: no Uh face very poor quality very cheap kind of like production but at the end of the day, you know, if people like it, <laughs> like I, I, don't think I have much to to really comment whether like we're better or they're better. It's more like you know, what do people want? What kind of value are they getting out of like ah uh, the community and you know the the courses, the live trainings, and whatnot.
1: With like all your sort of gain experience with like Elite Mastermind and Leap Vista what's like the solution to creating like a long-term education company where like Netflix someone would be subscribed for like 12 months 24 months and they're not going to join for three months and then just unsubscribe and lose motivation because building a business is hard like when I was sort of was selling my program it was a really really solid program but literally if if we had say 400 students like already like only 350 would even watch a video. So automatically 50 people wouldn't even watch a video, even if they paid thousands of dollars. And then only like maybe 200 would watch maybe an hour worth of videos. So 200 people, half the people did even watch more than an hour worth of videos. And it gets smaller and smaller. Like there's a small percent of people who actually launched a store, launched the product. What's the solution to that?
0: There's no solution. I think at the end of the day, Majority of the people are lazy. You can't help people who doesn't want to be helped, right? I mean, even with like our education company, it's live trainings. So people come in, they get motivated. We can kind of force them to create their stores and everything. But how many percent of people really take it to the next level? It's uh, it's it's pretty hard because you know most of the people that comes to the programs, they have like you know full time jobs, they have a family, they have kids. So. I would understand it's uh it's challenging for them you know in terms of time but of course it's also their mindset a lot of them like oh like you know they 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 beat themselves up they judge themselves you know they run some ads that they don't see any sales and it's all it's not working or it's a scam right so it's it's really hard to convince people who doesn't want to help themselves or they have they are so fixated with like believe that it doesn't work right if they don't find solutions you know we can only teach them so much right at the end of the day they still have to be the one that's fishing the fish right you can only teach them how to fish but if they don't even want to go to like the river to troll, like you know try to fish for something it's not going to work regardless of how much education that they're they're going to absorb it's not going to help if at the end of the day you know, execution is something that they're lacking big time in their business. Yeah, I don't like, I mean, we have been pondering about the same exact same question. How do we get more people like to take action? How do we, I think it's really hard. It, it's honestly a challenge, which is why we did have like coaching. We did have like coaching programs to uh, keep them accountable. But even like that, people still don't show up. You know, you have like their, our relationship managers calling them like, hey, you know, we have like, you know, like we have an upcoming live training this week. You know, we, we encountered people who paid us 30k and never even showed up once, yeah. not even once. And I was like, Dang. oh my God, is was, is this a donation or like you're feeling too much money or I, I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, like we've tried every single ways, like um, we, we, we possibly could know. And I think it's still a work in progress, which is why we thought probably having the community because for us, the community is not about just learning. It's about having access to like privileged information, right? You know, in stocks and in crypto, especially crypto, there's a lot of like privileged information where majority of people wouldn't get access to because they're not in the circle. Right, they don't get, get access to deals. For example, OTC deals, you know, private you know private rounds, seed allocations, or pre-seed rounds. You know, all these kind of things are only available to people probably with like a certain access to deals. Probably they have uh, like different groups that have like you know all these deals. And we really want to be able to offer all these deals to people inside the group. It's kind of like, you know, private banking, you know, normal people who go to the bank, they won't have access to wealth programs or wealth investment, um, you know, programs if they're not a private client, right? They're not a private bank banking client, right? It, it's pretty, um, it's sad to say, but, you know, a lot of access is only reserved for like, you know, people with a higher net worth, like private banks and all that. And we really want to see how we could help bridge the gap, you know, giving people, you know, an opportunity to be able to invest, like with all this private deals that comes in our, 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 our roadmap or probably like, you know, our pipeline, we want to be able to offer them it to them. And of course we want to build an identity, like, you know, being part of like capital club, it's kind of like being in bought a yacht club right we want people to be proud of like wearing our our merchandise we want people to be proud of like being in capital club right so so that's kind of like you know how we want to build the culture like the brand and of of capital
1: club interesting one sort of problem i also went into before i sort of pivoted was that when i was sort of trying to grow uh, my sort of education company it felt like I was always arbitraging media. It was always trying to figure out the best VSL, arbitrage, Facebook traffic for X account, And then it's all it was all a numbers game. And then I ended up becoming like an advertising company. And then the other approach was get a lot of clients from YouTube. Now I'm becoming a YouTuber, creating content and getting customers for the YouTube. And then other approaches were when we were just collecting leads and I was building a sales team. And all of a sudden I was building a whole giant sales team and I was like, I'm not even focused on education at this point. And it felt like this yeah. constant, this constant sort of um, mouse sort of trap where I was, I was constantly trying to, and every time something it wouldn't, you know, after six months, you don't have to get a new creative, new funnel, new, new this, that. Is that something you felt? And is there a solution to that?
0: I think it's, it's something that I'm not inspired by, you know, like mm-hmm. creating a lot of funnels, like constantly being being the face of like, you know, pitching the product. Yes. It's something that doesn't resonate with me, which is why I stopped like I kind of stopped doing a lot of coaching. Like I enjoy Masterminds because it's more personal, but I don't really wanna be like always advertising on Facebook, on on YouTube. You know, there's like, especially in Singapore, there's like a very negative connection to people who try to sell you products on on YouTube, Facebook, right? They, they rather watch like Johnson & Johnson or P&G's advertising, yeah. like in advertisements, right? They want to see shampoos on their feet yeah. more than they want to see something that it could potentially have a change in their life, right? So I think... I, we have moved away from that model like you know direct response and all that so we really wanted to be able to build not just education because education by itself is great uh, there's no there's nothing wrong with the business model itself but it's like you know we want people to come in not just because they want to make money because they want to be able to like you know improve their own business they want to learn a new skill set for example tiktok ads right so i've seen like you know companies like founder i think they in terms of education i think they have really set a really good benchmark for a lot of like you know educators out there i think they are really one of the probably i would say one of the best like you know companies in terms of education great branding great speakers you know really legit like uh, people coming in to teach and i think they have done a great job um i know nathan and you know like i i think he has really pushed a limit to in terms of like quality of programs you know like you know i've seen some of their programs going through like facebook ads by nick and you know like income programs they have like instagram programs so i think it's also for them it's a constant like it's also constant marketing but they are if you look at their marketing it's less cheesy compared to a lot of gurus right it's more about i think that would be the general direction for long term i would say compared to like oh hey you want to make x amount of money you know it's it's just like it's cheesy but it still works right it still works it's just does it resonate with like the educator itself I mean, being the space for so long, like, I kind of like lost motivation in terms of like, you know, being those kind of like cheesy kind of programs. We really want to be able to like really have great programs that have great results with great trainers. So, which is why we, we I think they are also one of our models in terms of like how we're setting, uh, we're, we're setting our benchmark for our programs. Because in all honesty, our programs are not going to be like, You know, like oh, buy this program. We're not going to be pitching any program. We're not going to be pitching people. Oh, buy buy our course. No, it's like you come in the community. It's part and parcel. Um, It's it's going to be free. So I think the model is pretty similar to yours. Like, of course, we charge people being in the community, but we don't plan to charge like you know a few thousand dollars for like all this. And I think they're going to get a lot of value, which is something that we really really want to provide. So yeah, at the end of the day, if people get value, people get connections, people are part of the community. Yeah, I think the retention would be pretty awesome.
1: That's super cool. And then when you're sort of working on like a big project like this, do you have your previous sort of businesses running? Do you have a source of cash flow that's sort of allowing you to fund and put time into these new projects?
0: Yeah, of course, like, I've always, always wanted to, like, be able to own a lot of companies, right? But, like, in the past few years, like, I've been spreading myself a little bit too thin. I have too many companies, I have too many partners. I still have, like, quite a bit of partners, I think, like, around 20 different partners across different companies. But at, at the end of the day, I was, like, wondering, like, I was going through which, which companies are really taking a lot of time and not getting a lot of results, you know, like, so I'm cutting, I started cutting out some of the, like the partnerships, the, the partners, or I kind of like really fully delegated to them, you know, like not being able to, because I feel bad as well. If I'm not able to support them as much as I want to, but nowadays, like, you know, I've concurrent different projects running. I have great partners that runs entirely my, my, some of my companies. Um, we have a company that was recently just sold for like multiple seven figures. You know, it's a company I only invested like fifty k, right? And it just grew from there, right? So it's pretty good. Um Whenever I start new projects, it's hard to like because i've I've been always kind of like uh kind of like a perfectionist. Like I, I like to launch things when it's like almost fully re- fully fully really ready, right? I don't launch it when it's like half, right? <laughs> so like I that de- it takes longer for me to launch things which is it also takes more money right the burn rate is longer it's like it's longer with more team members Mm -hmm. so it's always very helpful to have like cash flow coming in from other companies so that you don't have to be worried about like oh shit you know if the company runs out of cash flow am i gonna uh, is this project right so um yeah i think always like you know like regardless if starting a new one you know going to a partnership or whichever I think it's always good to like you know have like a backup plan just in case you know like uh, something screws up right I'm a big I'm a big fan of like you know diversifying your risk and always having a backup plan because if you don't have a backup plan of course you go all in in this project but if you don't have a backup plan you will be scrambling You know, you would be more stressed if things don't go your way, right? If things don't go exactly of what you envision or what you have planned, you're going to have resentment. Oh, I'm putting so much time. I'm putting so much effort. Things didn't go my way. So I think at the end of the day, it's always good to be proactive in terms of thinking, oh, what are the things that could potentially go wrong? You know, like because founders always have founder blindness, right? They always think, oh, my project's the best. Which is why I always ask my partners, like, is there anything that could potentially destroy the business overnight, right? The business model is so great, you know, is there any other things we could start poking holes into the business model, you know, into the whole idea of like, you know, where could potentially go wrong? So when problems surfaces, you're not in reactive mode. You're in like, all right, you know, I've anticipated this, let's see, like we have really have plans to how to tackle this problem. And yeah, I think it will be so much easier and less stressful if you're prepared for it.
1: Wow. So right now, over the last six months, I've went like all in on studying.com. And out like with my current cash reserves and and we're sort of losing, we're just bleeding out each month. I've got enough cash reserves to probably survive for the next say 12 to 16 months. Um, But every month that goes by, I'm starting to lose focus. I'm like, should I open up a drop shipping store to create some cash flow? Should I get, do some consulting and, and do an email blast being like, hey, I'll bring in five students. or And I'm like, oh, like I need some cash flow because I'm not used to bleeding out every single month. Like the, for the first six months, it felt fine. But every single month goes by, I'm getting more and more nervous. I'm like, should I, re, should I go back to what I did before and make some cash? But now I'm distracted and as you said, if I'm diversifying, it's just going to take longer for me to finish on Studying.com. Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't recommend, like, in a sense whereby you go start up like a new store just to get cash flow, because like you know, twelve to sixteen months is still a pretty good runway, right? And if you distract yourself from this, you might eventually lose focus on the project. You might potentially lose the enthusiasm or passion for this project which is going to be one of the main killers for startups right you know founders oh shining object syndrome They Mm -hmm. found something better or whichever um i think if there's things that you could do to like you know generate easy cash flow that doesn't require a lot of your time management and all that yeah by all means please do it but if it's something that's gonna like take up a lot of time, a lot of your focus, your attention, then it's probably not like uh, recommended, I would say.
1: Is e-com still a big sort of part of your company and, and business overall, or has that been sort of on the side?
0: I would say it's more on the site right now because we're, we 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 kind of we really stopped drop shipping. We're focusing a lot on brands, Amazon. Like you know, we have products in the baby niche, which is more like a recurring consumable product, right? People come back month to month, so revenue is pretty stable. Like in a lot of my brand companies, right? So I don't really spend a lot of the, my time there with like my partners, my team members they pretty much run the show. So like my role is more like, all right, let's 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 see. At the end of the month, let's see all the numbers, you know, what are the new, what what are the potential product pipeline that we'll be launching this year? You know, how's R&D going? So we have like our own R&D team, you know, like formulation, taster, like we let like uh, our, uh, our customers test out new potential new products. And we get a lot of feedback from there to see how it goes. But uh, I think, like, I'm at the stage whereby I'm learning how to quickly multiply my wealth rather than creating wealth, because, like, you know, in the past few years of e-com and everything, I think I've kind of, like, pretty, pretty, like, uh, stable in terms of, like, you know, income streams. Uh, We have a lot of different companies that's bringing us cash flow. So I think crypto was one of the best things that, like, that happened to us. Uh, you know, we have been able to got in a lot of deals, a lot of like great projects. You know, that there was like a project that I invested like half a million. It became like 2.5 to 3 million in less than six months. So those are money that like, you know, it. when I compare it, it's not that I don't like e It's more like, is there a more efficient route of making that amount of money? Whereby, you know, we could just use money to make more money for us, right? In the past, it's like, oh, you have to put in so much time. You have to manage people. You have to do, uh, you have to import things. You have to have capital. You have to have inventory. You have to do chargebacks. I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole thing, right? But obviously, I just have to click a few buttons to invest half a million, right? But how do you get there? You have to create your wealth first. Then, once you create your wealth, what do you do? You try to multiply your wealth. After you multiply your wealth, what do you do? You You try to preserve your wealth because you don't want to be like, oh, making like 10 million bucks and blowing all all of that like in a few years. Partying, bad lifestyle, up your health. You know, like I'm at a stage whereby I'm taking a lot of care about my body, my body, mind and soul. Doing a lot of personal development, a lot of like leveling up in terms of like uh, human awareness and human behavior understanding um negotiation you know like communication with friends partners family members those are all things that like you know you don't really have a lot of time to focus on when you're in like money making mode right those <laughs> money making is more important so i think as times goes like it really it really shifts my priorities Like, you know, like right now I'm leading more like a balanced, balanced kind of like lifestyle. Like I go to the gym, I take care of myself, you know, I take time off for myself, I go on vacations and all that. But when I was starting out, it's like, oh my God, it's like, you know, pure hustle, right? You know, pure hustle, late night. And um, I think it's a, it's a phase for every entrepreneur, right? Every entrepreneur has to go through this phase of like, um, learning their ropes, how to make money, learning how to make more money, learning how to multiply their money, and of course, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that don't go the full the, the full cycle as well, right? They make some money, oh, they start acting like oh, super ballish shit, like and start spending money in clubs, crazy amount of money, clubbing, women, like probably like drugs you know, like cars and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like, you know, cars and all that. It's good when you have really stable income and like, you know, like don't buy for the sake of just buying, right? Like for me, it's like, I've been really, it's one of my dream cars for a long time, like a Aventador. So I kind of bought it. Like, it's just kind of really just scratch the itch. But at the end of the day, I kind of realized those are things that's like not really important to your personal development. You know, it... Once you get it, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, I bought a shirt, you know, like I wore it a few times, feels good. What's next? You know, it's not something that's sustainable to like keep going. So you really need to be able to see what drives you, like what are your values? Where do you want to go? You know, what's your destination? What's your vision, right? And of course, it, it, it's it's hard for people because a lot of people don't really know what they want, and why they want it right? A lot of people just know that, oh, I want to make a lot of money, but why do you want to make so much money for it? Like, why they don't find it, which is why they are always so easily burned out from, like, you know, uh, they meet some challengers and, oh, the shit, you know, it's not worth my time. So, like, I've been studying a lot. I've been trying to level up myself more in terms of, like, you know, all these different skill sets and it feels good, like, being in a state of, like, uh, comes and being able to observe like you know, different business models, you know, different business, different like skills and all that. I think it's it's been pretty much more fulfilling than just chasing after monetary p- things like money, you know, like cars, like partying, showing off with like a lot of hot chicks and all that kind of stuff. It's I think like I've kind of moved past that stage already. Like you know, like um, pretty much this few
1: years. So
0: yeah, embarking on a more fulfilling and empowered kind of like journey, I'd say.
1: That's so beautiful. Like over the last year, I have been doing more of things that I enjoy traveling and really just figuring out the perfect formula and balance for myself. And then I created this formula where I just, you know, it's like a routine I do every single day. And then I had this like 14 day, like I was just at it every single day. I was getting lots of sleep. I was balance I wasn't using my phone too much. Um, I, I did cold showers. I did it was like a perfect sort of nice. routine and I constantly tweaked it and it took a year to get to this point. But it was strange after 14 days, just before I had a scheduled holiday trip to the snow, my motivation just just dropped. It was just like I, I just woke up and I was sort of doing my routine out of habit and out of discipline. But the, the spiritually, I think I was burnt out. I was like doing things on autopilot for a bit because I know it wasn't like a mental or physical sort of exhaustion because I was getting like 9 or 10 hours of sleep. Um, but then I went on the holiday trip and that definitely reignited things. But after I came back from the holiday trip, I think I got a flu and my body sort of just crashed on me for a bit. Um, but, but it felt like I did find a perfect formula. But even with that perfect formula after 14 days 20 days 30 days i have to probably go on a holiday or something to reset or what have you found is there perfect balance
0: i would say if if you lose motivation is probably because it wasn't your identity you didn't embrace your identity like you missed the most important step to understand what's the identity that you really want to represent for yourself right you're kind of like using mind power, like willpower, mind power to force yourself to do that. But if you if you go deeper into understanding why do you want to become this person, right? You know, why do you want to like do all these activities, like all this, like, you know, what can what and what kind of Andy do you want to become, right? So mm-hmm. for me, like I wanna become like feet, feet Steve, right? I wanna be feet and active Steve. So that's the identity that I want to represent because I've always said that I hate, I hate, I really don't understand why people go to the gym. It's so boring. just go there and lift some stupid weights, right? Like I I don't know why people enjoy running marathons, right? So much willpower going on to push yourself to complete. Like I I can't do marathons right now. (laughs) But I start, I read a book. uh, I think you could check out this book called Atomatic Habits like, it changes my perspective into, like, understanding whereby you ha- you want to have, like, um, habits that aligns with your identity, right? Like, if you're doing, like, just surface level, like, oh, I want to look good, right? It doesn't, like, you're going to eventually lose some motivation. Some people could push through with, like, like willpower and all that but eventually they get burnout out because that's not the identity that, that they believe in themselves and they're not representing it doesn't inspire them to become that version of themselves so if you figure out that then oh wow it pretty much all aligns all right why do you want to become like feed and active and the why you find out the reasons right reasons is where like the why is what drives you it, it is like if, if it if you integrate it with your identity that fuel is going to be sustainable it's going to be consistent right you won't feel so like uh out of place you won't feel burnout right but as always i think there's no perfect formula in like your morning routine or whichever i think it's more about not going too crazy like what i've noticed is like baby steps you know one of my coach told me that it doesn't matter if you're doing 30 minutes of meditation or two minutes of meditation right it's getting the habit in right getting the habit so at that time i'll say oh i have no f- time to do like freaking meditation right and then say you have two minutes right i say yeah two minutes is easy Then get the two minutes in. So once you are good at two minutes, you can increase it to three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, so on and so forth. Because the thing is, like, all humans don't really like to be really pushed into taking on a new habit until it's like really, really familiar. So if you're creating like a perfect routine, you're taking like, you're you're using your pure mind and willpower to push through but you're not enjoying it. You're not seeing the benefits of it. Like in short term, because there's only 14 days, you're not gonna be able to see, oh, like did, did I feel better, right? So for example, I, I do cold showers too. Like sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't, right? I don't make it like uh, mandatory, I have to do it every single day, but it's something that I, I feel that, oh, it, it's helpful, it helps with my energy, it helps me with waking up and I wanna do it. I know why I wanna do it because I know it's beneficial to my energy. Right. It makes me feel good. Right. So it's something that I've always constantly try to, you know, tweak as well. I'm trying to like see what works. But uh, I think recently my my energy, my mind and mental has been really good. So I've been feeling pretty awesome every single day, like uh, being fulfilled with my work. Uh, being able to like connect with friends and of course I'm happy to see you as well like you know like I'm always proud of all my students who has gone on and like did really well like I'm always proud and I'd love to connect with everyone you know once in a while to kind of like understand how's everyone doing so those are the kind of impact like I want to constantly be able to like do like you know being able to like help make even small changes right i mean if like you, you could take whatever i thought you guys to like really expand and make money that's like that's way better than you guys giving me money like you know after you guys made money like you know it's all about caring it's all about like you know understanding that we were able to you know provide value or touch some people's lives you know sometimes i go to events people just come up to me like thanks steve like thanks for inspiring like you know, like, you know, I've been stuck in this. Yeah, you know, like, thanks for inspiring us to, like, you know, thanks for showing us what's possible, you know, like, and I, I love that. I love that. I love that um, That feeling of able being able to connect and provide value to people. I think it's part of my values to be able to contribute and, of course, feel good about it.
1: Yeah, I remember when I sort of first discovered you, And I joined the group and I messaged you. I was like, oh, I want to, can I join this mastermind? And you replied. And I was like, wow, like I wasn't expecting you to reply so soon. And I had trouble setting the payment over to you. And you're really cool and patient. You didn't try to like, there was no scarcity. There was like, no, like you have to do it today. Like, I think it took a week for it to come through. And then when I met you in Thailand, you were so nice and down to earth and, and chill um and it was just amazing to see someone that was you know as successful as you just be so nice and down to earth and and open and and just kick it with the whole group
0: yeah i think i think like i don't think like it's right to be like i mean people that don't know me or probably seen my ads, they probably think oh steve is like um you know, his he's a show off. Like he drives his lumbo Like you know, he shows his numbers. But when people really come to my mastermind, they have they spend time with me and everything. They they would probably have a really different perspective of me, right? I mean, there's like a side where it's purely just for marketing, right? It's like you don't you don't get marketing or eyeballs if you're boring, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like. I mean, people come to my mastermind probably because they they are in my group. They've seen my numbers. They've seen my my how I, we scaled our, our our stores and all that. And I think it's it's fun. Like um, I I don't believe that one person should be like cocky or arrogant or like you know just because he's successful. Because there's so many people that are like way more successful than you in the world. And I believe it's like it's it's how. I think there's there's a saying in Mandarin that like I think it was more like the crops. Uh, you know when 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 the crops grow more, like you know like it starts to bend. It's kind of like you know you be more like humble when you're even like richer or more mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like how like my 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 parents have taught us to be more humble, and of course like you know being able to to be successful in our own ways and being able to provide value and contribute like you know in different ways to like so much people through our education our podcast and all that it really just uh it's different compared to when just like oh just grinding our own stores and everything it feels really different being able to like you know add provide value i think that's one of the key things that kind of pushes me through and wanting to set up capital club because i know if we could really set this up properly the amount of lives and the amount of people's lives that we could touch and transform would be tremendous
1: that's super cool one last thing is i don't know is this something you go through um you know when i'm on instagram like in our space we're just surrounded by people that are really young and doing really really well so even though i'm I'm young and I sort of know I'm doing well but when I'm in the dirt trying to build something new and I have this long-term vision that's probably not going to come into fruition anytime soon and I'm just on Instagram and I see all these other people that are younger than me doing bigger things than me all of a sudden I'm like feeling bad I'm feeling down for a bit and I, I I go off Instagram I might uninstall the app but it's like it's weird how that that happens and in our space we're just surrounded by people that are doing really well and and have all these cool things and cool lifestyles um what's any any advice on that or is that something you go through as well
0: i would see more as motivation like oh wow these guys can do it so it's more about how it's more about your own lenses on how you want to see things and interpret things right if you feel like uh, they are If you really don't feel comfortable, like seeing those things, then uninstall it, right? (laughs) Don't give yourself like uh, ways to make yourself feel bad because everyone has different lenses, right? You know, it's like, but of course it will be good to be able to adjust your perspective when seeing those things and how you can use that as a power or motivation to you. Like, all right, this guy's, you know, I can do it (laughs) much better. So when I, when I started drop shipping, I remember when we saw for people doing like 30, 40k days, they were like, oh my god, so good, right? And we was like, oh. And and we beat that record in like a week. I was like, oh, wow, it doesn't seem so hard, right? Like, you know, and we started scaling, started being more aggressive and all that. So, but if we looked at that and mixed ourselves feel bad, we probably wouldn't even want to do so, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think in it's always good to be able to inspire yourself like you know i think that's one of the main factors of like uh being passionate being enthusiastic about the business that you're doing because if you're just purely just doing after going after marnie it burns you out eventually you feel like demotivated or you feel like oh it's like you know are you providing? Like, is your course really providing value? You know, you, you you're getting a lot of haters in the process mm-hmm. of making money, right? People call you like all sorts of different things, or guru, mm-hmm. or you call you a scam, and all. I mean, like I've been through all that kind of crap, right? So, like people that that believe, oh, you're so good. Why why do you want to be teaching? <laughs> so the thing the thing is like people don't understand. It's like the rich always gets richer because they are always thinking of new ways to make money. It's not because you're rich and you stop trying new ways to make money, right? It's a different channel of making money and why not, right? It's like, you're just capitalizing on your knowledge and your skill sets to like help more people. So a lot of like, you know, peasants or people that just don't understand the model, I usually just call them peasants because they're so poor and so stubborn in their own world that they're not even willing to see the different perspective. So I have no, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for people that are not willing to like change themselves, right? Obviously, they can go to Tony Robbins and all the different courses. It really does help. But if they go to all these things and they still want to be in their sadistic mindset of like, all right, the whole world is trying to scam me right? You know, it's not going to work. It's definitely mm-hmm. not going to work, right? So like, which is why our number one rule in Capital Club is like, no peasants allowed, <laughs> right? You have to have a king's mindset, regardless of what phase you are in life. Having a king's mindset sets you up with so many different, with the way you feel is different, regardless you're like, you know, you're, it's really tough. Like, I don't have a lot of money right now, but You know, I've seen like, I think there's a movie about like Serena Willem's father. I forgot what show is that. Oh my God, that show motivated me, man. It's like this guy had the vision like so far ahead and made it happen. It's like incredible. Like I forgot what's the the movie name, but it's really so empowering. Like, oh my God. I was like, that guy deserves every single bit of success like regardless of how cocky shit he is or whichever i don't care but he's a visionary like he really did it way before the trainings it's kind of like okr right his objective is like i want my my daughters to be world champion and how i how i'm getting there so inspiring so yeah so i really wanted to like you know focus on one thing you know i've been doing a bunch of things like a lot of different companies and all that and i just really wanted to like consolidate my focus into just mm-hmm. one and i really want to see how that transforms over the years with cuddle club so yeah which is why we're, we're we're excited to launch that going i'm starting to do my masterminds like um again you know because of covid you know there's so much things that we can't do but i'm, I'm planning to launch on uh, one of like our um new masterminds in europe this september with my partners and all that so we're going to bring a lot of people to come in because last time my my masterminds are all focused on drop shipping e-commerce and all that but this time around we're going to be talking about marketing stocks nfts cryptocurrency all team building operational stuff it's going to be more like complete like it's kind of like it's not just only in one 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 focus it's going to be like a complete because when you start running real e-commerce you realize that, oh shit you know e-commerce is not just about e-commerce i have to deal with hr i've deal with manpower i've deal with hiring i've deal with operations i've deal with finance so these are all things that we want to be able to equip like you know our entrepreneurs with, oh, you know, like all these different know-hows, knowledge and everything to make them more prepared for like, you know, whatever challenges that surfaces in the future.
1: That's awesome. Where can people find more about Capital Club, find out what you're doing, see where's the best place for people to find out?
0: Um, we we recently just got our handles. It's called Capital Club at Instagram, right? And, um, you know, if people want to follow me, it's like they can just find, uh, check me out uh, on Instagram as well. I'm pretty more active nowadays on Instagram compared to Facebook. Um, they can find me on hey HeySteveTan, H E Y S T V E T A N. Yeah, so pretty much post all my updates there. Like uh, I don't really pitch things there on my Instagram. It's more like just, you know, like my day-to-day, my motivations, you know, like how I see the market. Uh, I drop a lot of like, you know, a lot of knowledge bombs for like crypto in the past few months. I think the last one probably made people like, you know, a couple of like eight figures among all the followers and people and really crushed it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to like, uh, you know, winning big with like you know, my friends, my followers, my community, and really want to be able to make a big difference to people's lives.
1: That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate you doing this. Like I wasn't too sure if you were going to get back to me because it's been three years and... You're kind enough to, to, you know, jump on a call. You, you, you booked in a time that worked for you straight away. And you've been just so kind and gracious with your time. So thank you so much, Steve.
0: Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Like, you know, as I said, I've always loved connecting with, like, you know, all my friends. I'm, of course, like, you know, you guys are my students, turned friends. You know, I'm always excited to connect with you guys. And I'm so happy that you're doing well. You know, like, having all this, like, studying.com, your courses and all that. I wish you all the best, bro. Like, you know, if you need anything from me or if if there's anything I could help provide value to you and your community, yeah, just let me know. I'm just a message away.
1: Thank you so much, Steve. So yeah, that's another episode of the podcast. Hope you guys got some value. If you guys made it through this far, thank you so much for your time and I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Peace.